Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode, another major episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. It is U.S. Open Week, and here to talk about it is not only myself, Stan Clay Clay, and also my better half here, you know, of the buddy side of things, Enko side of things uh we got nick the stick as always nick how you doing hey doing all right yeah it's major week so that makes it extra special and having fun so yeah u.s open major week and i know you're feeling a little bit even more excited because your colorado avalanche are in the stanley cup finals oh you had to mention it but you're you're not you're not wrong. I mean, I'm I'm gonna bring it up. Game one tomorrow night, but uh, that's not what this show is about. Nope, nope. But I gotta throw it out there. It's a it's a big week. It's a big week in the in the Nick the Nick realm. U.S. Open, Stanley Cup. Yes, um, for those that don't know, I'm from Colorado, and so I'm a big Colorado Avalanche fan. So uh, I, I think it's you know we're, it's going to be a sweep. It's going to be four and zero, taking down the defending back-to-back Stanley Cup champs with a sweep. That would be that would be impressive. Yeah, I mean I don't want to bet money on that. No, oh, no, 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 no. But that's but it's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a bold pick. But that's a bold pick, and uh, I'm sure you'll also, have some more. It is U.S. Open week. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have some more bold picks later on in this episode oh, for the U.S. So Open. Bold. So bold. So bold. Um, yeah, we we shall talk about the U.S. Open, but uh, I think we should start first with um, some drama that has happened recently uh, with. With the whole uh, other tour, other Saudi-backed tour, Live Golf had their first event this past weekend, the weekend prior to the U.S. Open, three-round event over in London. And um, yeah, what what were your thoughts on that, Nick? Did you see any of it? Did you? It was on YouTube, so it was like it was easy to to watch at least if you wanted to tune in. It's not like you had to. You know, pay for a cable subscription or anything like that. It was pretty accessible, but uh, yeah, they did make it accessible. I mean, it was just um, they also. I heard there was like free tickets over London. Yeah, that um, anybody could go and watch it. I just um, I didn't have time, and I I honestly like I'm still like semi boycotting it. Um, <laughs> Um, I wanted to see the, like, you know, I'm paying attention to the results, you know, Charles Schwartzel. I actually, I, I really like him. Um, I love South African golfers. I, I love him and Louie and Ernie. 
Um, you know, their swings are just so amazing to me. I enjoy those. But um, I did not watch a bunch of the golf tournament. Did you? I caught a little bit of it uh, on the first day just to check it out. I think a lot of people were in the same boat as me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I can confirm that they were giving out free tickets for at least like the first two days. Yeah. Um but I think I think they had I mean you could you could buy tickets as well, but um yeah. First day I think a lot of people, including myself, uh were just kind of we just tuned in to just uh see what you know what what it was all about kind of curious just because it was it's different yeah um and obviously it's grabbed a lot of headlines and created a lot of controversy and drama in the golfing world and we've had a lot of weeks leading up to this you know event so yeah i tuned in for a little bit uh on thursday in the first round and i didn't i didn't watch a whole lot of it I will say. Um, it was... <laughs> I mean, it was the first event, so, you know... Like, first broadcast, first everything. So, obviously, I'm sure they'll they'll improve on things, you know, as they go. But, yeah, it was a, it was a different style of broadcast. It was a different style of tournament in the sense that they had a shotgun start. So, everyone was going all the time. Um, and I think that played yeah. into the fact that it was kind of a little, like, not not cohesive. It was just, like, the coverage was basically just jumping jumping around. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't tell, you couldn't, like, watch a player or really see a player play a hole. You didn't really get that chance. It was like, oh, he takes a shot. Okay, someone else, some random hole takes a shot. And just like rapid jumping from shot yeah, to shot. At least on the PJ Tour, though, like you know, they'll they'll show the leaders, but they'll also they'll cut to shots that are amazing, like an eagle or a birdie. Um, but they they will definitely like you know the most of the coverage is for the leaders. Um, but yeah, with having to be in a shotgun. Um, yeah, it's just different. So, I mean, everything about this event is different. Like, did you look into, like, the the team play? Yeah, I I understand it. I, I have no – I didn't care about it because it was like, you know, the teams were just random team names. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. there was a draft. It's so random. There was draft. Yeah, I don't know – I don't know how they're going to – that's something that's probably going to evolve over time. Like – if this tour survives, I can see those team names becoming like sponsor names, kind of like. And and I want to say like F one, you could see a lot of similarities with this broadcast between F one and and this league. With so you could like with F one, you could maybe maybe see, you know, where they have like Ferrari and Mercedes and you know brands like that sponsoring teams. You could almost see like TaylorMade or Titleist or you know Puma or whatever having kind of teams if if this whole thing survives like eventually, but it's still kind of it's still weird right now. It just like there's there's nothing really to care about right now because it's you got like captains and then every 
every event they're going to be drafting different players for their team. So it's not like the same players are going to be playing on the same teams the you know throughout the the season. Yeah, only only the hardcore fans are going to get into like week right. week to week um you know who who's on team, you know, with Louis Ustus and um it's just yeah, they're it's just hard to figure out how they're going to actually work it. Yeah, it's it's certainly interesting. Uh in the sense that it, it's not very compelling at the moment, <laughs> but the the potential I guess could could be there. Um, but that's that's a very new concept for for golf outside of like the Ryder Cup or like country based events. Um, yeah. Or the very rare. I was almost thinking if they could do it as a country based event, or. Um... Yeah, they just like not continent like Europe, but like I don't know something different. Like it just doesn't feel like they have a grasp on what they want to what they want to be yet. They're just trying trying new stuff. Yeah, they're trying to basically just trying to interrupt the golf scene right now. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> but you know, yeah. At, at the moment, like, I just, I couldn't find myself caring about it just in the sense of teams, like, aren't really, not really established. The players at the moment aren't really players I care a whole lot about. I mean, I mean I've, they have Phil, they have DJ, but obviously Usain and, and Charles Schwartz and a couple other names that you recognize but there's a lot of players who are you know more from the european tour the you know tt world tour side of things that we don't see a whole lot over here in on the pga tour in the states but we did you know we did get some announcements that you know bryson is heading over there now and i think patrick reed is too maybe i think i don't know I mean, there's there's some. Oh, it's just so much fucking money. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, the, the whole the whole thing about it is just like, it, there's no. They can do whatever they want because money is just isn't a. Isn't like they don't have to try and be profitable because, that's not the point of it. <laughs> Saudis aren't doing it to. They're not funding it to be profitable. They're just throwing yeah. money, and yeah, and so, they have unlimited money, right? So, so yeah, like players can you know get big paydays, and and you know, and that's a choice they can make, and it is hard to say no to that much money, especially when you're you know some amateurs that are coming up are getting those offers. It's like guaranteed money for them. It's like, uh, you know, where. You, Obviously, there's ethics involved, but everyone kind of has their own thoughts on everything. But, uh, yeah. but, th- but that's the thing with you know comparing it to you know the PGA Tour. It's like PGA Tour. I mean, it has its its issues, but like it's or it has its things about being a nonprofit and and stuff like that. But um, it's still like you know it can't just throw money. <laughs> like it doesn't have those funds, right? It needs sponsorships or whatever. It needs TV deals and stuff like that. 
where I live golf can just they can just throw their broadcast on YouTube. <laughs> they can make it free for people to watch. And they don't really lose anything because they just have unlimited money. Yeah. For real. But I, I do think you know, I I don't know how long this will really last. <laughs> um it seems for me, it seems like this is kind of a, like an AFL ABA type of thing going on, where it's where it's a different league that kind of gets spun up to challenge the established, you know, NFL or NBA, but then eventually it just like merges. Um, and I'm not saying Live Golf will merge with the PGA Tour, but Billy Horschel was saying that like PGA Tour. I think eventually wants to become more of like a world tour uh, rather than just mostly in the United States. So like depending right. on depending right. on the vision for the PJ tour itself, you might see kind of you know some things get taken from the live tour and get implemented into the PJ tour. I do think one thing I could definitely see happening is like guarantee like no more like you miss the cut and you don't get paid. I feel like if you have a PGA Tour card and you play in the event, you'll have a base, like, m- you know, payment, payout, like a salary, essentially, Yeah. that you'll get instead of, you know, miss the cut, no pay. I think that's one thing that you might see come from kind of the live golf to the PGA Tour. Obviously, it's not going to be the huge sums of money, like... $200 million for, you know, Phil Mickelson or whatever to show up and play. It's not like appearance fees. It's just kind of like you earned your PGA Tour card, and so while you have your PGA Tour card, there is a base salary essentially that you get um, per event played or whatever yeah. that you qualify to play in. I, I could see that. Like, I, I think PGA Tour, in a sense, I think the one thing that this is going to do, this live golf thing, I think it's going to maybe push the PGA Tour into maybe accelerating some changes that they might have had on the back burner. But now it's like, okay, we got to change some things a little bit more quickly just so, you know, top amateurs aren't just heading overseas to the live tour or whatever. Um, but. That's that's my thoughts, and I don't know if you had anything more. No, I think you're spot on. It's just all about money. Um, you know, it's just who's chasing dollars and who's chasing, you know, the the PJ Tour records. I mean, I'm the biggest thing I'm curious about is can these guys play in the majors? Yeah, um, and that's still up in the air. I mean, obviously this week they can. You know, Phil's playing. In the yeah. U.S. Open, DJ's playing in the U.S. Open. Yeah, but long term. Right, right. Long term, will PGA maybe cut as everybody's like feeling this thing out. Right. Yeah, and th- and that's another thing. Like, you don't get any world golf ranking points for playing in the live. At least right now, you don't get you know Ryder Cup points. You don't like. There's a lot well, of things. You, yeah, you can't play in the Ryder Cup or the Presidents Cup. Right, but but like you're not even earning those types of points that like especially the OWGR points, where if you're if you're someone who is the world golf ranking, yeah, if you're someone who is kind of on the cusp, you know that right around a hundred or you know depending on the um, for major probably more around like the fifty to seventy mark um, in the 
world golf rank is if you're kind of right on that border and you're playing like you don't you don't want to play in events that you can't get points in because that like if you really want to play in the majors because you need those yeah. points to to be able to qualify yeah so as long as like as long as the live golf events don't you know you, you can't get those you know things those points especially for for those people who are on the on the bubble like the PJ tour is going to that's going to be the you're going to be shying away from the live golf because you know you want to keep your status on the tour on the PJ tour so you can can possibly play in those majors yeah, I mean it's it's crazy times we're living in. It's just who knows what's going to pan out. I mean, right? If Li- if Live actually lives, um, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just going to be a matter of you know they they be they became big enough to be respectable to be um, you know their events you know, are worthy of the world golf ranking. Um, but we just don't know that yet because the yeah. PGA Tour and the um, the European Tour and the, the powers that be want to, you know, they want to keep their monopoly. Yeah. So, so they don't want anyone else to, you know, participate in, in what they have going, which I'm not a as I've said before, I'm not opposed to another golf tour. I just hate that it's backed by such a corrupt regime. Yeah. I just... And, I, and the thing is... So, it, so I, I can't root for the live tour. I can't. Yeah. I don't... Like, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting $130 million like Dustin Johnson. Right. I mean, that's that's quite a, quite a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, they have unlimited money, and it's blood money. It's like I, I just don't like where that money comes from. Yeah, I, you know, and and there's a lot of people who who'll take that and say, well, you know, what about the U.S. government and you know what it funds and and does overseas and and all the bad stuff you know I just don't know, think the US do. government is as corrupt as the Saudi Arabian government well even let's just say it like even let's for you know just argument's sake let's say let's say it is let's say the US and Saudi's governments are on the same tier in terms of you know corruption or whatever um you know and people will also you know point to like hey PGA Tour has like the PGA Tour China or whatever you know, over there, it's like you know, China's not a great government either. But yeah, um, yeah. that that's a good valid but, point. But I think I think the key thing, at least for me, that differentiates you know that or the the live tour and the Saudi involvement is that it's it's like a direct like the Saudi government is directly funding it, whereas yeah. the U.S. government isn't funding the PGA Tour. Like, it's not... Correct. The PGA Tour is not a tour being put on by the government. Yeah. The 100%. PGA Tour China Tour is, is not being put on by the China Chinese government. Like, I think Correct. that's that's the biggest difference that I, 
I think a lot of people who are making you know the argument about you know what about the United States and China or whatever, it's the same as you know Saudis. I think that's the one thing that kind of you know isn't isn't really being thrown out there in you know in the sense that like Saudi the difference is Saudi is directly funding this, directly putting this tour on. Um, so yeah, like there's obviously their eth- ethical, you know, things about this whole thing and yeah, considerations, considerations, and, and we're one event in. We're very early into this entire drama or episode that we're going to be dealing with um, these these tours, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be some some lawyers who are going to make bank <laughs> <laughs> with this entire saga. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out for sure. Yeah, we're we're still very early in, and I would say, just yeah, just keep your keep your eyes open. <laughs> it's gonna it might get weird. Yeah, awesome. Uh, but more importantly, what about this U.S. Open? Yeah, U.S. Open. Let's not let Live Golf take away our. Major championship, uh, the the U.S. Open, our our nation's open golf yeah. major championship. That's super exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Country Club just renovated not too long ago. Yeah, should be the Country Club. The Country Club. The country club state university um (laughs) the uh the one thing i and i touched on this in our last episode i i i i feel like i kind of predicted it uh tiger woods isn't playing you did i mentioned that that. if it was between this the the u.s open or the british open the 150th at saint andrews which one he was going to choose, it would be the British Open at yeah. St. Andrews, 150th. Um, if it, like if he had to choose because of his body. And it seems like that's the case. He had to yeah. withdraw or he pulled out of this U.S. Open. Body's not feeling great. I mean, and we saw that during the, the PGA Championship. He was struggling out there on the on the weekend. He, he yeah. didn't even finish. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's not a surprise that he's not playing. Hopefully, he'll be ready to go for the Open. Which I think you know, out of all the courses, you know, St Andrews is a very flat-ish course. You know, obviously it has its you know undulations. It's a Lynx course, but in terms of overall topography, it's it's flat, and uh, that is you know. <laughs> Not too bad of a deal for it's an easy walking course. Right. It's a out of out of all the courses out there, it's it's pretty beneficial for a guy <laughs> who's you know, dealing with some uh, lower leg uh injuries. So uh yeah, I I'm I'm pretty excited to see him there, but you know, that's about that's a month away still. Uh we got the US open and we got plenty of other players who are gonna be playing here. Yeah, I am a little surprised that Tiger isn't playing in this event. I mean, I just, I mean, you're, 
That was a great prophecy you had that he would rest for this one and play in the British. But I, I am a little surprised. Like he wouldn't even just make the rounds. Like at least out, at least out, see how he feels during the first two rounds. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe his, maybe his leg just is not even feeling good enough to, to do that. Maybe it, you know, leg and back or whatever. Maybe it just maybe he pushed it. Maybe he pushed it just a little too hard during the PGA Championship and yeah. had a little bit of a setback. Yeah, and doesn't want another setback, you know, going for the the British Open. Yeah, maybe. Hard telling, not knowing. Yeah, it's true. Very true. I'll I'll have to uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll text Tiger later. See what. See Let me he, know what he says. Yeah, maybe I'll get some in, inside information. Um, but. Plenty of other great players playing in the U.S. Open, and uh, yeah, should be a, should be a good one. Should be another good one. You have John Rahm, the defending champion, playing, although he has been struggling lately. You have, uh, you have Justin Thomas coming off a PGA Championship victory. You have Roy McIlroy, who just won this past week at the you know Canadian Open, and had some choice words for uh, the shark. Well. <laughs> While he was at it, <laughs> yeah. Can you let everyone know what he said? Well, he uh, he mentioned something about how he has uh, his twenty one wins now, which is now more than how many the shark had during his career. Yeah. So, just a little little shade, just because it was just a little uh, little throwback due to uh, Greg Norman kind of calling out Rory for uh, being quote unquote brainwashed by the PGA because Rory, Rory is having none of this whole live golf thing and uh, Greg just cannot handle people choosing or speaking poorly of his Saudi back tour Saudi back tour yeah this is such a weird situation <laughs> I know right <laughs> it's uh I just, I just wonder how any of it would happen if it was you know, backed by, you know, I, the country of Spain. What if it? What if it was backed by just like Jeff Bezos or something like that? The Amazon oh, tour. Yeah, the it's the Amazon tour. People are like, oh, they're playing uh, down in South America. No, no, this is a Amazon dot com tour. I mean, as long as it wasn't called the Amazon Tour, I, I, I think I could... The I Alexa could, Tour. I think I could back it, actually. Like, if it was just called the, the World Golf Tour, you know, backed by Presented Amazon. Presented by Amazon. Because I, I, I told you, I just... I don't mind another tour. I just, right. I hate that it's Saudi Arabian-backed. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that same sentiment. Is that you know they're not it opposed might as well to be the Putin tour, right? Right. They're, you know people aren't opposed to having another tour. I mean because there's like the you know the DP World Tour is out there, European Tour is out there, and yeah, it kind of it lives in harmony with the PGA Tour. Do you a little do you bit. think do you think players should be allowed to play on multiple tours? I, I mean it's it, it depends, I guess. Really, like. And we've, we've covered this a little bit uh, on a yeah, previous yeah. episode, but, like, 
yeah, if they're truly independent contractors, they should be able to play wherever you want. But they're not really purely independent contractors because they do, especially guys who have been on the PGA Tour for a while, um, you can earn, like, you know, pension and benefits and stuff from the PGA Tour for having played long enough. So, like, when you're getting benefits from a tour like that, um, like, if you decide to play another tour, then you, you're basically telling your employer, I, you know, I don't want any of that anymore. Like, it, like the, yeah. your employer can essentially fire you or whatever. But, like, that's, I mean, so they're not, like, like, I mean, some some are, I guess. Like, some pro, professional golfers can be purely independent contractors, but there's a lot more nuance to it, especially with the PGA Tour. Um, than just like, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and and everything and contracts and stuff like that. And especially especially a big thing with like sponsorships too. You know, a lot of guys yeah. you know, sponsorships. You know, uh, Dustin Johnson had you know RBC or whatever as a yeah. sponsor, and and because he decided to go to live and not play in his sponsors you know event the rbc canadian open or whatever uh he he lost that sponsorship um you know a lot of sponsors have agreements with the pga tour and they and they some of them have events that they sponsor as well on the pga tour like there's a lot of there's just a lot of moving parts a lot of a lot of just intertwined you know stuff going on um so like it's hard to just say, you know, what's and this is basically this is where lawyers come in, and I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> but yeah, no, it it is interesting because the way I've always thought of it is that like if I'm a company and I'm building a building, I need I need a, a plumber and a uh, a carpenter and all these contractors to build my building which is where the players come in so i'm building the building i'm the company and so i can hire whoever i want so i hire these guys so when they're independent contractors they can go and uh, work for whoever they want if they want to go work for the guy down the street they can do that if that's my competitor, I can, that's fine. I could just not hire them back. The PGA Tour is an entity. If, if, if Dustin or Justin or Rory want to go play for that guy, I can, they, they can go play for them. That, but I don't have to hire them back. No. I can, I can hire the new plumber and the new contractor to build my building because I'm a business. The PGA Tour is a business. I can, so that's yeah. the way, I, like, the, they are definitely independent contractors, but they need to be aware of who they're working for. Well, well, I mean, but that's also, also the thing is like, you know, you don't really get, you don't really get paid by a PGA Tour unless you make the cut in events. But you, but you can't. You're not allowed to get paid unless you're employed. 
Yeah, yeah. Unless but, you have well, a PGA Tour card. Well, no. I mean, you can you can be a pro and get on a, you know Monday qualify for an event. Is sponsors is correct? Or so, but but the PGA Tour is a company. Yeah. And, no, I I get you. And, and, I hear and you. they're trying to make money. And if all it, it like they're worried about their own entity because if all their pros go over and play all these big money events, they're not going to have a product. Right, and that's that's where the whole that's where the whole leverage thing, you know, comes into yeah. play, right? So if, that's where they say, if you want to go over there, go over there. You can't come back here. Yeah, and t- but then the problem is like, well, if there's no new plumbers or contractors left to hire because they're all going over to the money back tour, right? That's the well, risk. The PGA that the- Tour has six a hundred years of or sixty years of history. Right. But so, li- yes, yes. <laughs> but a lot of people yeah. like money. <laughs> Correct, but but are are those same forty two players? I mean, if if Charles Schwartzel, you know, is your best competition, is is that the best tour to be the best worldwide tour? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, at the moment, obviously, it's not. It doesn't have the top players. But over time, it it could, and that's it the, could. That's the risk. When, when money the, is unlimited, yeah. And, then, and I don't care when money is unlimited. I just care. I, I still hate where the money's coming from. Right. But the U.S. Open, that money's coming from the USGA. The USGA. Uh, and that's another so, that's another point that uh, should be brought well, we up. We can is, make picks on that. Is that well? Before we do make picks here, uh, one one point to remember is that the majors, there are no majors that are sponsored by or run by the PGA Tour. Correct. The PGA Championship is run by the PGA, which is not the PGA Tour. Um, they're separate entities. Some people get that mixed up. The U.S. Open is run by the USGA. The British Open is run by the RNA over across the pond and then you have the masters which is you know run by augusta national golf club Um, yeah they can do whatever the hell they want pretty much yeah it'll be interesting to see what uh what the masters decides to do because they're basically going to have this entire year's like entire year's worth and by yeah i think it'll be interesting what all of them do right but like the u.s open and the and the british open like those are like happening right now. Like they don't get a whole lot of time to make decisions. Like they kind of have to feel out the situation. They're like, they're in the middle of this whole situation where the masters, like they can just watch how this entire year plays out before, you know, yeah. their tournament next spring. So they can, cause you know, they'll see all four or five live golf events and how that all, you know, plays into, the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the PGA Tour, and the FedEx Cup, plus, and all plus, that stuff. Like, what's what's their even downside? Like, if they just allow the best players in the world to play, like, based on their current, like, the way people qualify, like, what's their downside? The Augusta National? Yeah. Well, I, I think is, it's... Is, is there any downside? If they allow players, like, Phil Mickelson and like Dustin, Dustin and Johnson uh, and Bryson. Yeah. Um, like, who cares? 
Augusta doesn't give a shit about anyone. No. But they've had their shares of controversy before, and maybe they're trying to get away from that. Especially when, when you think of how they've spun up, like, the Augusta National Women's Amateur Tournament and and the strides they've been making kind of in the women's department, and, and then you're talking about a Saudi regime that, you know, is really, really not great for for women, um, among other things. Well, yeah, they kill women. Right. I, I'm just saying, like, you might... I, I don't think it's as nearly as, like, oh, we can do whatever we want. Or it's or it's an easy decision for them to make. I think it's. Yeah. I think they're still going to be kind of weighing their options and trying to see maybe what's best. And I'm sure like the PGA Tour is probably, you know, lobbying a little bit or talking. I'm sure there's a lot of talking <laughs> going on be, between I, among a lot I of these agree. groups. There's a lot of talk. A lot of talk. A lot of talk. Uh, just as we're talking. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of podcasts going on discussing this stuff. There's so much talk. So much talk. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting oh. for sure. But the U.S. opening is happening this week. So we should make our picks. And we're going to make some picks for it. And I believe uh, it is is my turn to make the it first is pick. Um, just a reminder from... Uh, the PGA Championship is... I technically won that one. So, uh, coming off kind of a major win a little bit. No big deal. Although you yeah. you did pick the actual winner. Yeah, there's that. There's that. And uh, speaking of your winner for the PGA Championship, I'm stealing that guy from you for my first pick here. I'm going with Justin Thomas. Ooh. I'm going... He's going to go back... Well, not back-to-back in terms of U.S. Opens, but back-to-back major titles here in 2022. Wow, that's bold. I'm, we're going bold here. You know how you know how irregular that is. I mean, it is irregular. It's not. It's not common. But I believe in JT. Well, because you went with the uh, common picks, I. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go I'm back-to-back with the common picks. I'm going to go Rory and Scotty oh. before I make my uh, my bold picks. Okay. All right. All right. You, Just, uh, I'm glad that you – because I do not think any guy can go back-to-back majors anymore. Like, it's so irregular. So Somebody's going to do it one of these days, though. I'm not saying they're going to win all four, but back to back, maybe if I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, there, there's a reason why all these guys, the cream always rises to the top in these events. Yeah. So so yeah. so both of us have a 2022 major champion in our pick so far, and you went. You also grabbed Rory, who he, may hey maybe we'll maybe we'll see him another major but yeah so JT for me then Rory and then Scotty Shuffler for you uh, coming back to me for my second pick here and um, you know this is a guy who I think I think he's about I think he's about to kind of turn it on a little bit here 
and by and by about to, I mean like uh, <laughs> like about he, like what do I mean by about to? Like he he'll regain regain his form a little bit here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Xander Shoffley. Oh, I like that. I like that pick. Yeah, I really do. Uh, and then, all right, for my third pick, we're doing four picks because that's what we do for majors. Yep. A foursome. A foursome. Good old foursome. Uh, fourth pick, I think we're going to go with... Well, you you actually get one more, so that was only your second pick. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I said for my third pick here, and we're picking four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going. I, Keep going. Don't mind me. Yeah. I'm just uh just out here picking winners. Um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh the caddy. Going with Will Zalatoris. Will It's a good pick too. Like it. Sending it over to you, Nick. No, I like it. Those are solid. We're going we're going big. We're going big yeah. this, for the U.S. Open here. I feel like I went a little bit more bold on the PGA Championship. Right now, I'm kind of I'm hitting some like some guys who've had some good good plays of recent. I feel like we both have picked some some big horses so far. Yeah, and I'm curious. No, if, I'm I'm curious. My 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 third one I'm going is Sam Burns. Oh, okay, it's a, another guy who's had recent success. Yeah, beat out Scotty Scheffler in the in the playoff there too. Yeah, buddies, Scotty Scheffler who has been like as hot as can be to start this season, and Sam Burns comes out and beats him. I, yes. he, I mean, how how does that how does that not give you confidence? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good one. Yeah, we've talked we've talked quite a bit about Sam Burns and how we how much we like him in the swing and and we've mentioned we think or at least what I've gotten from our conversations I think we think that he's more of a long term success compared to maybe kind of the flaming hot short term that Scotty is. Nonetheless, you got both of them. You got Scotty and Sam on your team right now. Yep. And my last one Best of both I'm worlds. Pick is uh, who did I have? Sleeper Max Homa. Go and sleep, Max Homa. There you go, go. Max. There you go. Taking it to the max. Taking it to the max. Yeah. No, he's uh. He's been doing well. I mean, I love these. I love sleepers in um, in the U.S. Open, especially just because nobody expects them. You know, they're like the favorites. It's hard to do well because there's so much pressure, and it just you know the U.S. Open is just oh, man. It's just it's our it's our nation's championship that there's a lot of pressure. So yeah. I want. I want. I, I. I love the the up and comers. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a father to be. He's got something to play for. 
Sure. I think they all have something to play for here. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to sell sell my pick, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I mean he's he's done very good. He's he's been playing good golf. <laughs> he's he's won. He's you know been been on the leaderboard, top of the leaderboard, or you know first page. Wait a bit. He's definitely, you know, really been trending up these last, you know, three years essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it could, you know, that's kind of the that's kind of the next step for Max. You know, he's he's won a couple PGA Tour events. Win a major. Can he win a major? That was kind of it yeah. for. I mean, it was a it was a very short <laughs> timeline for Scotty, yeah. but it was kind of the same thing with Scotty Scheffler too. Like he yeah. was he was winning a bunch of these. PGA Tour events, and then yeah, you gotta find that hot player. And then he, they goes and he wins the Masters. Yeah. All right. So for my final pick, I am gonna go. Uh huh. With uh, a guy who I think, despite his name, I think he can. <laughs> I'm going with Patrick Cantley. Nice. This is my final pick. Some say you can't. I say you can. Nice. No, it's solid. I like it. So Nick has Rory, Scheffler, Burns, and Homa. And Clay has Thomas, Xander, Zalatoris, and Cantley. Mm, yeah, so those are uh, – I like our picks. I think it's going to be a real, like, you know, heavyweight be, battle. I think I'd it's... be shocked if one of, uh, one of us didn't win – yeah, I mean you're going you're going for three in a row here. You got you <laughs> oh, got man. the winner for the Masters and the PGA Championship. If you get it again for, I mean, this might be the the year of the Nick. You could we could get the Nick Slam. I think I think every year it could be the Nick Slam. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Yeah, it'll be. You you can't win them all unless you win the first two. That's true. Yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> you've got you've got you've got a good shot. You got good picks. I think we both yeah. do. I think, like I said, I think this is going to be a real heavyweight. It seems like it's a heavyweight battle this for this U.S. Open. With I mean, the majors, like the cream rises to the top. I mean, there's there's not a lot of like. I mean, there's only few like really shockers that win that win the win the majors. Well, especially the U.S. But Open. But it does happen. Yeah, especially the U.S. Open when the course is yeah. set up, you know, as tough as it usually is, and <laughs> yeah. and as controversial as it tends to be with the USGA. But yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what kind of controversies we have this year. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. there'll, there'll be some complaining. Um, oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, but yeah, should be a good one. Father's Day weekend, as per tradition. Now Nick's gonna be celebrating for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully weather's good, both tournament wise and also locally here. So you know, get some maybe do some grilling out and stuff like that. <laughs> Have a good weekend. But uh, yeah, U.S. Open, gotta love it. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's 
just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.